Alrighty, top of the uh, morning, afternoon, night. Uh, I am back, and I believe I called it <clears throat> on the previous one that I am, or uh, at least, what is that? Foreshadowed? Yeah, foreshadowing. Big, uh, big words. But now my fucking throat sore as fuck. Nose is stuffy, but I guess that's just because the fucking tides are turning. Weather's uh, weather's a changing. Maybe I just have herpes or um, something. But yeah, I think today is uh, Tuesday, October twenty sixth. This should be number sixty four. Call me crazy. Don't uh, quote me on it. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so, um, getting right into it. Fucking, so since the Daryl dude at my fucking job quit, he wasn't really the fucking head engineer guy that was Corey before. He was like the head engineer, head of the engineering department, and just like quit fucking one day, which I don't think. Also, my voice probably sounds really, uh, I probably sound congested or something, but as I sniffle, I'm gonna power through here. <clears throat> um, but yeah, Corey was the head engineer. He was a cool dude, but he was like the head of the whole department, and then he just fucking quit one day. It's like, aren't you supposed to put in your fucking two or three weeks notice when you're like over the age of 25 or something when you just fucking have like a pretty important job but he just quit so i don't fucking know i guess he's a piece of shit so they fucking need somebody to uh, fill his spot obviously and um i don't know when this was maybe could have been could have been friday last week going into work normal time seven on the dot i'm at the desk looking uh sitting there looking pretty and fucking this older white dude walks up he kind of looks like um rob ford the old uh mayor or at least i think he was the mayor of toronto who was like fucking doing blow and like fucking hookers all the time and then he surprisingly overdosed and fucking <laughs> died but yeah so older uh fat white gentleman that looks like the mayor of toronto walked in to the hotel and uh you know, there's always, like, visitors and shit because they need... Because there's, like, meetings and shit with the GM and other bullshit like that. So that's what I figured he is here to do. He's got a nice jacket on. He's got, like, a little little uh, notepad. Looks, uh... Doesn't look important, but at least looks like he's uh, moving with a purpose. Not one of the scumbags that are staying at the hotel. It's for darn sure. But he walked in. Um... <clears throat> Sure enough, said he was here to meet my, uh, meet the GM. Uh, so I like, yeah, because he, then he told me that he's the new chief engineer. His name's fucking uh, Rod, which now all these fucking people that I work with just have the fucking most hilarious names that we got. Woody, fucking Rod, Bob the janitor. There was fucking... Daryl, but he was a fucking pedophile, basically. Um, 
But yeah, so his name's fucking Rod. Um, out of all names, that's his name. He got it. Um, so yeah, I was, then he introduced himself. I introduced myself to him. He had a, a mask on, and I did. I do not wear a mask at work. And um, we like introduced ourselves to each other, and it was kind of awkward because there was a point where we should have uh, shake like shook each other's hands, shaken hands. Shook each other's hands. I don't fucking know. I don't know English. Um, but yeah, there was a point where we should have uh, shook hands. But since he had a mask on, I didn't want to go in for the shake. And I don't think he wanted to go in for the shake either. So we just kind of just like, oh, nice. And just like shook our uh, heads at each other. It's pretty weird. Or just fucking kind of awkward. But either way, we got past that. I'm going to take a sip of my uh, LaCroix uh, seltzer water here because I'm a, a douchebag. Uh, douchebag pause real quick. <sighs> Boy, do I feel like a pussy. All right. So, yeah, no uh, shaking hands, so we kind of just stared at each other for a little bit. But then I noticed he had on his jacket, there's like a... Like the planes that we would take on our fishing trips, they have like little skis on the sides where the fucking like the wheels are supposed to be for the ones that like take off on the ground. But they have skis because they uh, take off on lakes. So it's like he had a water plane on his fucking shirt, little embroidered fucking uh, plane. And um, it said Go Gamma Ontario on it. And that kind of piqued my interest because I know that's near where me my father and all my fucking dumbass Canadian cousins would go on our like fishing trips our uh, yearly fishing trips so super weird and uh coincidental this fucking guy Rod fucking works with me I'm like oh shit you do you do like the outfit or like fishing trips have you ever done one of those figuring that he just like went once and bought a bought a coat as a fucking souvenir he's like yeah my fucking he's like 60 years old he's like oh he didn't say that but he said yeah my um <laughs> my family we used to own a fucking out outfitter in gogama as you fucking read on my shirt you fucking idiot i'm like oh no shit so he owned or his family owned it for a long time and he rod he was like a fucking bush pilot, so he would fly these little fucking piece of shit planes that fucking crash all the time, and they always smell like gasoline, and the fucking floors inside of them are always made of, like, um, plywood. It's fucking insane, these, these, uh, it's insane, these planes that this motherfucker would fly, and I always fucking hated riding them because, obviously, the, the plane is literally like a fucking like 10 feet long and fucking four feet wide. So it's just the turbulence is horrible. But yeah, this fucking asshole rod that, uh, that uh, my new coworker, he fucking flies these sons of bitches. So very interesting and super like, I've never met anyone else in my life that has ever went on one of those fucking, um, like fly in fishing trips. Cause what fucking, person my age or anybody just now during this time would want to be on an island in uh the middle of bumfuck canada you can't can't even be reached by roads 
on a, in a cabin without uh, electricity or pretty much anything. Um, so yeah, I and it makes sense. But yeah, I've never met anyone, especially around here, that has ever. It's a super niche, fucking weird thing to do. I don't know how my family picked it up, but they we've been doing it for a while. But I don't know if we're ever gonna do it again. But it's it's cool, I guess. Just fucking to be a vagrant, a alcoholic fisherman for a fucking week. Basically, the only thing different is just being a fisherman. But whatever. Um, so yeah, his family owned one of these fucking outposts and shit, and they probably made a lot of money too, because it would be easily like a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars per person. Usually, like a six man group, up to ten. But yeah, he, um, his family owned a fucking place in Go Gamma, an outfitter. And he's originally from like uh, Orchard Park, Buffalo-ish area. So that's pretty fucking cool that they're connected to here. And then they owned a fucking place that's like 12 hours away into Canada. That fucking me and my family have uh, ventured through it and, and uh, crossed, through their, uh, crossed through their paths probably. And, uh, yeah, so now since the, I guess the whole fucking industry of, um, outfitter, like, fishing trips, flying fishing trips, been going down the drain, but like I said, because who wants to be on a fucking island having a fend for themselves, no electricity, just fucking, on paper it sounds horrible, and when you're doing it, it's horrible, but then once you get drunk, you're like, alright, this is... This is all right. This isn't that bad, but um, yeah, that's why I would be drinking at like 8 a.m. during these trips, but still fun. I would probably do it, but only for like a couple of days, not like a fucking week long. Like we would, it would just fucking drag it just to the fucking, to the dirt. But yeah, so Rod's telling me that like two thirds of these um, businesses up there that do these flying fishing trips are all fucking uh, tanked now and they're all gone. Um which stinks, because I don't even know if that, well, definitely during COVID, that probably affected the prices, but there's definitely going to be no American uh, traffic up there. And since nobody's fucking going on these trips, the fishing on the lakes is probably fucking stellar right now, to be honest with you. The fish got some time to to uh, fucking make more fish. So, but yeah, I fucking... I even, I was talking to him about some of the specific lakes that we went on these trips, like one of them's called Little uh, Missinabi. You could uh, you could Google it. Um, we went through a place called Airedale, and he, yeah, and fished uh, Little Missinabi for a week and fucking camped there and shit. But yeah, he knew, he knew the lake. He's like, yeah, I'm very familiar with that fucking, and he even knew the outfitter and like the dude's name, Ernie. Shout out that boy, uh, Ernie. Up in uh, Wawa, Ontario. <laughs> Fucking 17 hours away from here. But yeah. Um, another uh, pussy juice uh, break. <clears throat> Gotta love it. Um, but yeah. So he was a fucking bush pilot. And then I told my fucking uh, dad about it. Because I gotta call him every Monday. Fucking uh, check on him. He said grandma's in rough shape. She's going to fucking uh, kick the buck soon. But And then um, then I was talking about meeting old fucking Rod. And um, 
Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I guess those shitty ass planes that we were would always uh that would fly us to the fucking island. They need to get completely stripped and torn apart after every hundred hours of a flight time, which makes sense because they and I don't know how they get inspected that often and still look like fucking rickety pieces of shit. But uh, yeah, I'm surprised I did not fucking people probably have to die on those fucking. It's literally so scary. It's the scariest thing. Like, every single time I've never fucking been on one of those and been, like, calm. It's fucking absolutely horrible. It's like being in a fucking... It's like being in a fucking Toyota Corolla at fucking 10,000 feet. It's fucking horrible. It's fucking... Literally, yeah, it's like it's like Corolla with wings and... um. Literally, a Corolla is wider than these planes are. It is so fucking frightening. I can't even... And, um... Yeah, it would just be horrible. You'd be, like, locked in this little compartment. Fucking cousin would, like, fart or something. And then it would just, like... It would just be horrible. And the pilot's fucking pissed off. And uh, and I was wondering why all my fucking family, they'd be drinking on these flights when I'm, like, 13 fucking crying my eyes out. And fucking shit in my pants. Um, but yeah, they're just fucking very terrifying. And then every time you fucking land uh, on the lake nice and safe, it's fucking, it's just so scary. <laughs> I wish I could have fucking, uh, I probably had it filmed on one of my old fucking iPhones. Yeah, I definitely did. I would always film it. But um, I don't know if it would be on my Instagram somewhere super deep in the, in the ether of my uh, Instagram, but... I don't know. I also don't know what else you would fucking uh, see down there. Um, but yeah, other than that, super crazy. Had a fucking homecoming with old Rod at the at the job. Pretty fucking wild coincidence. Um, but yeah, he seems like a good dude. He'll probably quit in about a month and a half when he realize, or probably in a week and a half once he realizes how fucking shitty and in shambles the uh, hotel is. But uh, I pray for him, and he, uh, yeah, seems like a no-nonsense kind of kind of chap. Um, but yeah, and then um, I probably talked about this on one of the super, probably, definitely a long time ago, months ago, or at least a month ago. There was this fucking. It's two fucking dudes. I think they were I think they were gay. One of them had like a walking stick and like feathers all over. It's like one of those kind of like a burning man kind of dude, but like burning man like hobo vibes. And he looked like he's like walking across country and he was gone for a month, but then he's back in the hotel and I saw him getting fucking uh coffee in the lobby and um yeah, I just don't even know. He's just super strange, spaced out. Seems like he's just fucking... I don't even know how to... Dis- it's like... Yeah, just like Burning Man, vagrant hobo energy, but also with a big uh, like walking stick that he just found somewhere. Not even like a polished like um, epoxied walking stick, just like a stick that he walks with uh, that he probably doesn't need, I would assume. And... uh yeah, he was hanging out with this other dude who was like a tweaker, 
and I think they they must have been having like some some gay sex or something or just just fooling around in their room because they were like they were like hanging out there like broing down um, in the lobby. They'd just be like listening to loud ass music on the one dude's shitty ass Android phone, just like loud ass fucking um, kind of just like screamo type shit. And they were like super hyped on each other, just like fucking gassing each other up and seeing how uh, how cool each other are, I guess, are just like really supportive. And yeah, they were definitely sleeping in the same room and it was a room with uh, one bed in it for sure. So more power to him. He was a nice guy. He was, um, I think he said my name was cool at one point. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. And then he was talking to fucking... Um, talking to fucking Woody, the goddamn engineer that always wears the cowboy boots, talking to him about, um, boots and belts and shit, and, um, yeah, he's like, yeah, you gotta try this one place that's called, like, Me and Jean's Leather, and he's like, oh, like, Chris is pretty fucking stupid, too, um, and like, yeah, mean jeans leather. This is what to do with the walking sticks. Saying he's like, oh, and then Chris is like, yeah, Woody's like, uh, yeah, where is he? He's like, yeah, it's in, it's in Jacksonville. You got to try it out. Yeah, just right down the down the block in uh, Jacksonville. But um, yeah, seeing them interact, I don't know. It was just fucking weird. But either way, today's the old. Uh, uh, when recording this, it's a uh, Wednesday, the twentieth. Um, got the day off today, uh, um, <laughs> got the day off, um, mother is, uh, having surgery on her hand, she's got the, uh, carpal tunnel, she's been jerking off too much, and, um, yeah, I thought the fucking surgery was gonna be at, like, eight in the morning, nine in the morning, but turns out it's not until fucking two o'clock, so now we're just fucking, uh, sitting around with our thumbs up our ass, so, um, Went to the Salvation Army on the boulevard. Then went to the fucking, uh, went to the Salvation Army on Payne Street in, uh, North Tonawanda, that is. And, um, yeah, found a couple fucking, found a couple fucking hoodies. Nice little come up. Love a good, uh, love a good thrift. Usually just go to Savers, but I don't know why I always go to Savers, because there's never shit in Savers, ever. Salvation Army's where you find the good shit. But, um, yeah, so I was in fucking, uh, Save, or the fucking Salvation Army on Payne Street, and they have, like, for some reason, like, Zara gave a bunch of their, like, new clothes to the fucking Salvation Army. And, uh, yeah, my mom was fucking hyped on that. Got a fucking, she got like a fucking, like a Pharrell Williams, like top hat for some reason that she's, uh, psyched on. But hey, you know, more power to her. And then after we left that, driving down Payne Street, it, uh, reminded me this one time. I do not know. I think it was probably in the fall of... 2019 i have if i had to guess this is a this is a real uh real barn burner here of a story so 
fall of 2019. Um, so yeah, we were just hanging out at uh, Tanner's one of these, one of those nights, one of these nights, um, song by the Eagles, but yes, yeah, so we were just hanging out and Christian, you know, on the, I wasn't drinking for some reason, so keep that, keep that in your back pocket. I was sober Kyle that night. I don't know what the occasion was, what the fuck was wrong with me. Probably had a uh, work at the, at the mall at fucking 11 a.m. the next day or some bullshit. But, yeah. So I was sober that night. We were hanging out at Tanner's house. Me, Christian, and Tanner. Just us three. And um, definitely nighttime. A fall night. Cool fall night of 2019. I'm sober. They're both uh, drinking. Drinking, drinking. Yeah, I probably had work the next day. And, you know, Christian cruising the uh, Tinder as he did and as he does to this day and um matches with this girl from uh North Tonawanda red flag and um uh I don't think he showed us a picture of her ever he just said he matched with this girl and they wanted to um they wanted to hang out they wanted just to hang out well, she wanted to hang out, and then she said she was going to bring her friend. <clears throat> we're like, okay, I guess, because they were both pretty drunk. So, of course, when you're drunk and any fucking, any piece with a goddamn uh, vagina on it, uh, you'll have them over no matter what if you got fucking at least uh, four or five and a half beers in you. Bring them on over. But, um, so, yeah, so they they wanted to hang out with us or at least with Christian, this girl. And then she said she uh, wanted to bring her friend. So we're like, perfect, us three and two girls. This sounds great. This sounds just just dandy. And um, I don't know if they planned on doing sex or anything. But um, so, yeah, I guess uh, them two, I don't know if they were fucking drinking the two girls i don't know if they were drinking or if they just didn't have a license or a fucking driver's permit or anything but they had no method of transportation over to uh uh mr tanner's house but if you remember i am uh, sober sober kyle this night so i fucking ended up so they're like, do you want to fucking, can we go pick up these girls? And um, at this point, we had seen uh, photographs of the one. <coughs> no uh, barn burner by any stretch of the imagination. She was very fat. <laughs> she was a big old, big old lady from um, NT, the motherland. And uh, her friend, I don't even think they had pictures of her. They didn't have they didn't have her uh, have her on file. But either way, I knew it wasn't gonna be good at all. Chris just drunk off his ass, and then, um, yeah, I was just along for the ride. So, and I wasn't gonna let fucking Christian's fucking dumbass drive out there after fucking four strawberries. But so I was. Uh, 
prepped to drive, ready to drive. Put my driving gloves on, and off we went into the fucking into the the fall night nighttime of 2019, out into the streets, heading uh, heading east towards uh town of Wanda. <laughs> Probably down River Road, but so we arrive <laughs> at this uh, this young woman's um, house, or at least we thought it was going to be a house. It turns out she lives in an apartment above a bar on Payne Street in North Tonawanda. <laughs> it wasn't fucking Betty Boops, but it was. You get the picture. It's just some fucking little seedy piece of shit, sticky floor joint. We didn't fucking go inside. We just pulled up. Uh, well, I pulled up. We got them. I got me driving. Christian, shoddy, Tanner in the back. <laughs> or no, maybe Christian was in the back because Tanner was like, I don't want to fucking sit next to these fucking whores, which I think that's actually what happened. Which would make sense. Um, and fuck it. Fuck it. All right. So, so they fucking come out. Um, come out, get into the fucking car. I'm driving. Tanner shotgun, Christian in the back seat with them. In the fucking, in the dunk tank with them. And, um, they get in the car. I don't get the fucking balls to even look back and look these girls in the fucking face. I can't fucking do it. I know <laughs> it's just a bad look. It's a bad situation. The boys were on uh, demon time that that uh that faithful night. But they got in the car, and we fucking drove off into the into the night, back towards uh, Niagara Falls, Detainer's house, and um, so we're driving. I remember specifically for some reason we were listening to Jazz FM, which is a radio station. It's ninety one point one. That's the only uh, good thing that Pam ever showed any of us, besides her fucking tits. Um, yeah, 91.1, 24-hour jazz station. Good shit. Um, Pam's a cunt. But yeah, we were listening to that for some reason. And it was just an awkward car ride. I think Christian was doing like British um, accents for some reason, and they were like, they were like fat girls, so I think they were just eating it up. They were just happy to, they were just happy to be there. Happy to be here. And like I said, just not an ounce of any being in my body wanted to look back at them, and I don't think I ever did. I did not get a glance at them, and I don't know if fucking Christian or Tanner did too, just because they were so. I don't know how drunk their level of drunkness was, but had to be a lot. Had to be a lot for that sitch. And um, so 
middle of the night, like I said, and we fucking get back to Tanner's house. And it's fucking... They walk in, all, all uh, four of them, I guess. Um, they walk into the house, and I'm following them. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? So then I'm like, Christian, I'm going home. I'm heading out. <laughs> so then I, I like get to the door, and then I turn around and just fucking take Christian's car home. I'm like, fuck this shit. Something bad's going to happen. <laughs> and... um. I don't even know what they ended up doing. Um, maybe uh, Christian fucked a fat girl. I don't know. Was it the first one? Who knows? Was it the last one? Who knows? Um, but yeah, the boys were on demon time. Um, and um, after that night, because fucking nobody was home at Tanner's house, so it was just uh, just... Them and them, boys versus girls, and um, I guess they didn't know that fucking uh, Tanner's mom, who's a saint, has a fucking ring doorbell, so it's got a fucking, <laughs> it's got a camera and a fucking microphone on it, so she saw the whole fucking thing. She saw him, she saw him come in and go, come and go. And, um, yeah, she was like, yeah, I saw you, Kyle, you were about to walk into the house, then you just turned right around, and that fucking kind of alleviated the tension of the whole story, me just walking out, that kind of, she wasn't as mad, I guess, when, because that was pretty uh, silly, but yeah, I didn't want any fucking part of that, and I also didn't want to get stuck with the fucking check either and have to fucking drive, drive these fucking bitches home. Because that would have been a fucking awkward ride. Um, yeah, I don't fucking know. But, yeah, driving down Payne Street, that just reminded me of that. And that's fucking a really silly uh, a silly night with the boys. Um, I think Christian swore it, to, uh, swore it to secrecy, but maybe I'll bring it up to him the next time I see him. <laughs>